Hi guys, welcome back to What Now Marilyn with your girl Marilyn. And today I'm not alone. I have my first guest with me and they will simply introduce themselves. Hey yo, it's your favorite blessing with Tusite, better known as Romeo, first prince of UB. You know what it is. Let's just talk about this. Here to have a nice, reasonable discussion. On to the next guy. Uh, the name is Bagoliad Messe. I'm looking forward to have an awesome discussion with you guys. Hey yo, it's Jeffrey Junior Masara, aka the Love Poet, and I'm looking forward to having a good discussion. Hey. Hi guys, my name is Mandipa Chavan, and I'm looking forward to putting in my opinion in this discussion. Hi, this is Charmaine Bennett. You can call me Shawizin. Not that I'm just here to uh, put in my last. <laughs> So today we're going to be discussing men's mental health. As you can see, So the first question to the table says, why do men fall into self-destructive behaviors when their mental health is in the pits instead of seeking professional help? We're going to have to start by um, talking about which self-destructive behaviors first before we comment actively on why, right? But I'd like to believe that guys are self-destructive naturally, as it is. Like, we, we, we tend to be more impulsive. We tend to just do things without thinking too much about them, right? So, you know, when we talk about car accidents, why men drive fast, it's for the thrill of things. We, we are thrill chasers. We seek adrenaline most of the time and excitement. We don't think things through. So I have a feeling or a notion that when it comes to our mental health as well, we just hide behind our predisposition, our tendency towards, um, you know, risking it all. And we crank it up to an 11. It's something that we already do, but we overdo it when we have mental problems. We just don't want people to notice that there's something wrong with us. We overcompensate. So I still haven't talked about which tendencies men uh, tend to, um, to display or which destructive tendencies these might be, because I think some of the other guys here might pitch in. They have a bit more time to think about it than me, because I decided to talk about it on the spot. But uh, right off the bat, that's what I think. Okay, personally, personally, I think um, it is confines or restrictions for men. Um, let's think about it this way, hey? In almost everything, Somebody has to explode a certain way. Some people change their character, dye their hair, do almost every weird thing to like express themselves if they're feeling cooped up, right? And for men, it's, let's say, those destructive habits. So you have a society where a woman is able to talk because it's fine for a woman to talk. So a woman talk to women and they can express whatever they feel. But men, on the other hand, um, can't talk to other men. And... A lot of men have their first experience of talking to a woman is a bad way. So I think it becomes harder to talk to a woman and you can't talk to a man. And therefore you can't talk to anyone, pretty much. So you obviously have to resolve to different ways of expressing yourself and talking about the things. And it turns out that destructive ways and being destructive is the only way you can do that. Okay, I want to understand her. Okay, we know society makes it difficult for men to talk. But as an individual, Jeffrey, what are you doing about it? 
do you take it or no i can't talk to my boys because society has just put it out there that men don't talk because if that's what you do and you don't talk to your boys then you are part of the problem well it's different if you're gonna talk about me it's a whole different aspect i'm a whole different person you see i have friends around me that i can talk that i can talk to and i have friends around me that can open up emotionally i have friends around me that i can cry to so I am honestly not part of the conversation when it gets to men, men having problems with their mental health or anything of that sort. When I feel like something is bothering me, I never have to keep it in. There's always someone who's a call away. There's always something I can do. And on top of that, I write poetry, which makes it easier to express myself. So it's very different for me because I have decided to not want to be in a situation where I'm cooped up because I know what kind of person you can be to other people because of that. And I don't want to be that person to people. Yeah, similar to Jeff, right? Jeff is one of my <clears throat> good buddies. In fact, the reason I'm here on the podcast today is impromptu. Like literally an hour back, I just asked him, um, where are you at? And he's like, I'm at a podcast. And I just jumped on it, right? So Jeff is one of my close friends. I talk to him about things. I bounce ideas off of him about things. I see a lot of... Uh, wisdom in the way that he moves and the way that he thinks and I usually feed off of that to make my decisions and another thing is I realize you said what about your guy friends the the thing with me is I have more female friends than I have male friends the exception being Jeffrey and my other bromance Simbai right so I trio like that so I tend to find uh, sorry, I find it easier usually to express myself because the people I surround myself with uh, are more willing to hear me out, right? And in fact, I have a hard time interacting with guys because I see the conversation dumbing down half the time when I'm with bros. Uh, we don't really talk about complex things. We don't really express ourselves enough. And I'm a very expressive person. I talk a lot. I think a lot. And uh, sometimes it does become a lot to process like for just one person. So I do tell my friends, but the thing is they don't happen to be guys most of the time. So a lot like Jeff, I don't fall into that narrow category of, yo, why don't you just tell the bros what's up? Um, I don't have the bros to tell because my bros, my bros are cool. And <clears throat> the bros that I do have are girls for the most part. So. Yeah, <laughs> I, I definitely can't relate as much to this mental health discussion, especially on um, when you consider the fact that I'm not uh, a depressed person. I don't suffer from depression or anxiety. So I usually try my best to relate to people who are in the situation, not that I've ever been in it. So that's where I'm approaching this podcast from, from the outside. Okay, also I wanted... Um you to like put yourself in a situation this situation for example right you're a man right you're in and you're in a society that doesn't allow you to um show weakness not only not only is it like people talking but just the whole system your role as a man in that world does not allow you to be able to show weakness the only place you can show weakness is at, with your woman or with your mother but with anyone else, it becomes rather difficult or it's a difficult situation. But so put yourself in that situation. Wait, wait. Now, there's another man. There's another man out there who's also suffering from the same situation. 
who among those two people do you think is best suited to deal with emotions? Who do you think would talk and would be able to relate in that situation and be able to give you positive feedback or allow you to change between those two people who are suffering the same situation and have the same problem? Hey, well, <laughs> I think that's where now we get to break chains and stuff like that. One just has to stay, take a step forward. Hey, dude, this is what I'm going through, one, two, three, and four, as your buddy, and trust on you and be able to lean on you. If I can't lean on my bros, how am I supposed to go lean on a woman? You know, if I can't lean on the people that I'm, I surround myself with most of the time when I have problems or when I have issues, how am I going to lean on a woman? Because then now it takes us to the fact that as men, we tend to have what we call trust issues, you know. So talking to your woman feels difficult because mm-hmm. you get what I mean mm-hmm. uh, self-destructive behavior patterns uh, I guess it comes from how men and women are raised you know in the sense of patriarchy and matriarchy here's the thing in my opinion in my opinion I don't think men and women will ever be equal and that's a fact biologically genetically on a psychological level the way we think and process things men are more logical beings right we have scenarios where your mom and your dad at home and your mom is like Papa, can I in two seconds? and then he comes with a solution and then your mom on the other hand is on the emotional side you know how women turn houses into homes and stuff like that you understand so men being logical beings let's say i have depression or anxiety and i have to go to therapy Men need therapy, that's a fact. But as a man, I'm like, okay, I'm going to pay someone to talk about my feelings, and then they're going to give me answers to questions to things I already know and understand and feel about myself. So rather than doing that, we indulge in other pleasures. Say, don't worry, the, you know, the pressure is getting worse. <laughs> so that's how men, a majority of men take, uh, get involved in crimes. That's why a lot of men are in jail. Some men end up becoming unemployed due to drugs, alcohol, and substance abuse. It, it all boils down to how men are raised, you know. Be like, be a man. Take it like a man. Don't cry. You feel me? So my chat is, we found solace in taking self-destructive behavior as a place to hide, as a little cocoon and shell. As a man, you know that if I open up, in a way, I'm showing weakness. And rule number one of being a man is you can't show weakness, you see? So my chat is we end up indulging in that self-destructive behavior as a way of coping. Oh, but don't you feel like um, nowadays yeah. the world is like, has, has improved, the world is becoming more aware of like, okay, we've been treating men like this. And I still feel like there are men like um, Jeffrey and Blessing who have taken it upon themselves to be a safe space to other men and to also be able to open up. And there's some men, some boys, let me not say men, who are still really very much (coughs) holding on to like 
I don't want to show weakness, but you can very much see that there are men who are promoting like healthy relationships with other men. The men who are like, no, me and my boys can cry together. And yesterday they're like, I'm not gonna cry with my boys because what if, what if, I'm not gonna do this because what if, what if, I don't wanna open up to my girl because what if, what if, you know, I've never been received properly. Here, here, my girl. I feel like we are already moving past that and it's now upon those toxic men to really work on themselves work on being a safe space for others and being open to you know opening up to other people yeah like she said um Baro mentioned that men are seen as strong beings but i feel like as we move with the times we're realizing that men are encouraged to go to therapy because we do notice that we are not really all strong beings. Some of us can be vulnerable. All of us are vulnerable beings and we should be able to talk and express ourselves. So, you are the problem. is You are the problem. If, if you can't talk about your issues, you are the problem. And there's no one to blame. Let me, let me. I want to take this. Um... Okay, let me take a bit of a tangent. Let me say something um, just to contextualize where I want the point to land. Mm. White people have a hard time understanding systematic racism because the system favors them. Mm -hmm. So even if they want to help marginalized people of color, they can't truly understand the depth to which the system is working against uh, black men and women and Hispanics and so on and so forth. And it's a similar situation with men today and their mental health and their social issues, right? Uh, where, like, the guy before me, sorry, I forgot your name. <laughs> Say it again. Bajo. Like Bajo just said, men and women are not equal. Uh, biologically, physically, mentally, we're not. But what we're trying to strive towards is social equality. Social equality basically says whether somebody is crippled or somebody is of fit health, you shouldn't discriminate against them in society just based on that. They should still be able to vote. They should still be able to get a job. They should still be able to do things that everybody else can do, right? And so men are striving towards social equality as well. That's why we're talking about mental health right now. Because the way society used to be set up is that men were unwavering. They were strong, they were warriors. And that's the system. That's the system that is against men right now. Even today, that's the system we're trying to fight, right? Mm -hmm. Where men are viewed as one thing, but in actuality, men are actually very diverse in the things that they believe. So it's very easy to say from outside the system, when you're not marginalized by the system, that, man, you are the problem. Why can't you just go get that psychological help? Why can't you just go to that uh, mental health clinic? Why can't you just talk to your friends? Because in your system, from the outside, from a female perspective, it's that easy. You just do it. And nobody says anything about it. They, they can't even expect it from you. Women talk. Is that thing, you know? Mm -hmm. But men don't. And especially in Africa, in Botswana, in a, a country that is still developing and it's still uh, 
you know, opening up to so many mm-hmm. ideas, you find that it's a minority. Someone mm-hmm. like me and Jeff who watch TV all the time and read books and do all these things. But when you take the majority of Botswana, like that two million of us still, a lot of them don't have access to these things. They go through every day as it comes. They hustle. They make things happen. And they're very rural and backwards in the way they think because they have to be like that to survive. Mm-hmm. They have to be like that to put food on the table. Mm-hmm. It's not everybody who's privileged like me and Jeff, and I'll acknowledge that mm-hmm. because we do have that opportunity to like um, take separate ourselves from the problem mm-hmm. and think broadly. You know, mm-hmm. we're university students. We have so many things going for us, right? Mm-hmm. The system does benefit us in some ways, but it does not in others in the sense that we are still viewed as men by our society. And Botswana, like a Botswana man, mm-hmm. y'all are laughing because you get it. <laughs> you see? Exactly. Y'all are laughing because you get it, right? Okay. Yeah, that's that's what the problem is here. Mm-hmm. Is Jeff said it and he said it. There's a bit of a conceptual... Uh, what should I say? Ideological war at play here. You go for counseling, only a few people will realize what you've just done. Others are like, bro, the hell? What, what are you doing? What's <laughs> that? Like, why are you spending your money on that? Somebody you know? Yeah, like, it's like, are you mad, bruh? And then you're like, no, kind of my wife. I, I cooked for my wife today and blah, blah, blah. And then niggas are like, wait, you what? Are you mad, bro? What was the point of all that? She's supposed to do some of these smaller things. And to me and Jeff, we blow it off because we don't care. We know what we want. We know where we want to be. We, we surround ourselves with uh, people who think like us. But for less privileged people out there who cannot break away from the system, that's all they ever hear every single day. There's almost nowhere to run away from it. You know, that's that's what I want us to realize here before we uh, answer the rest of our questions. Okay, but okay, I know we're talking about men's mental health, but if if we look at females, especially firstborn females, we are sort of raised like men, mm-hmm. in a sense that we, as I'm speaking as a firstborn female, we don't, we are not taught how to articulate. Mm. our feelings or talk about problems or whatever because mm. your parents even rely on you mm. you understand so when i say i'm the problem i know because you know i'm raised mm. so it's not just with men but also with females that hey the last bonus on the table they shouldn't even enter the chat well <laughs> But as a firstborn female, every day it's going down there by mental health because, wow. I think um, in that case, you, you will always get to witness a woman who screams, talks out loudly, everything. So at the end of the day, you will know that, I'm not going to say it's okay, but like you will know that it's something that is done. You know, it happens in society. Mm-hmm. But for a man, you hardly witness another man screaming out loud or trying or to crying. express how he's feeling. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you, you don't experience that. But for a woman, you experience that. Mm-hmm. You know, at, at some point in time, you walk in, another woman is crying, another girl is crying, something mm-hmm. is happening. But for a man, it's very hard to experience that. It so it doesn't, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel like 
something that's possible with doing of course as a firstborn girl you would you'd probably have a hard time doing that but mm. as you witness it happening mm. you would you it would go into easier. it you know mm. but with us you don't experience that you don't see people doing that so you obviously you wouldn't even get to mm. like do that because you feel like oh it's wrong you know yeah mm. so that's exactly what's going on there okay. to reinforce what jeff just said um there's a scenario that i've always been interested in and it usually works very well at opening people's eyes as to the disparity in how we view men and women so imagine there's an argument and you're not quite sure what's going on and this is uh, a man and a woman arguing with each other and then somebody gets hit right and you observe that this guy just got slapped by the girl the general public's reaction to this everybody who saw it they just go on with their lives and they they keep going right mm. and then if it was the other way around let's go back the argument is happening and then someone gets hit again but this time is the guy who hit the girl there's within two seconds a group of guys have swarmed onto him and they're, they're like dragging him away to go beat him up on the side mm. and some mm. other few people are trying to find out if this woman is okay that there is the system mm. like we can talk about everything, how you are individually raised as much as we want, mm. but the collective of what people think is what keeps us here, right? Imagine if that man was being abused and went to the police and tried to report abuse. Uh, the, the looks he would get, the, 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 the murmurs that people would have, like, wait, bottle is like, I'm aside. <laughs> wait, is that why you're here? Oh, you're going up. Wow, and it's like this man really is stuck and he wants to get out of an abusive relationship and he's scared for his life and the way he's being received makes him feel like you know what it's better i just not see this at all and just or we even try to anticipate people's reactions before we try to go seek help what we're, we're mentally thinking about how people take our cries for help before we even go out and cry for help because we see it happen all the time like mm -hmm. jeff says like we see it happen all the time in small things so when it becomes big enough when now it's life or death when it's your depression when it's your mental health you still find some other outlet instead of the proper means of getting help mm -hmm. yeah so also like guys i want you to understand something about a system a system let me give you let me give you a really crazy analogy right you have a bottle of of coke right and you also have a bottle of of, of whiskey on top of that if you pour whiskey into the coke you will taste whiskey unless you pour the whole bottle unless you pour the mixture out and pour another bottle of coke inside so that's exactly how a system is as long as there's something still pushing the system it's going to be hard to like get rid of it so if a system is putting in is put in place a system that doesn't allow men to speak. To take that system out, you have to defeat everything that uh, doesn't allow men to speak up. And to be honest, that is going to be very difficult because even the most wholesome women will get mad and tell you something that happened to you. <laughs> something that you vented about, you know. So they'll always say something to belittle you in an argument. And, and to be honest, that's how it is. If you're mad at someone and somebody did something to you, you say something to hurt them. You know, and it's a small thing in them. Oh, it's a huge thing. But like, it's a small thing in that moment. Uh, later, you'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to say anything like that. But to that man, you've already done it. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be hard tomorrow for him to talk to you again. Yeah. You know, so it's how it is. When the system is there in the first place, it's hard to like get rid of the system until you get rid of every little bit of whatever is polluting the system. Yeah. 
to be honest <clears throat> so get this apparently there's toxic masculinity right <laughs> but i've never heard toxic femininity think about it this way hear me out hear me out let's go on tiktok right now and search the hashtag men are trash i kid you not over 3.5 billion views <laughs> in tiktok <laughs> videos <laughs> fine go on tiktok women are trash dog less than like 2000 views See, the thing is, the sooner you guys realize there are twice of there's twice as many women in the world as there are men, and the certain strata in which women talk about trash men, that represents a small amount of men there are. So it just whole creates this whole bias of like categorizing men. All men are dogs, all men are trash, all men are this. So as a man, when you're in a society like that, that feels that certain type of way about you. And you want to open up to those same people it's a double-edged mm-hmm. sword you don't know how you'll be accommodated or received yeah. you see mm-hmm. so sometimes that's why we just choose self-destructive behavior i'm not saying it's an okay thing it's how it is that's true i also want to i know first when i spoke i was talking about how <laughs> you know but uh because i'm like very open-minded and i do understand the other side of what they're saying I also want to bring light to the part women play, the part women play in um, this whole thing, you know, because mm-hmm. myself included, you know, sometimes it's like you want in daughter, you know, like a man. Yeah. You're attracted to like a man, so you should mm-hmm. be masculine and but, all yeah, that. Yeah, so like, I mean, um, <laughs> you know, I um, I was raised by like my dad is in daughter like no I've never seen him cry he's firm he's you know so like it's something that you know a part of me like craves like I want a man who can stand and like be like you know what I mean and I did recognize as I grew older that you know I play a part in pushing this system that is you know um affecting men's mental health what are now. Um, my brothers also, you know, I want them to cry, you know, I want them to go to cry to me, to cry to their friends. So, you know, like, I understand how women are pushing the part, you know, keep it to yourself. What, you want to cry? Mm-mm. Wait, no, don't slap a woman. Why are you slap? Like, no, you know, just mm. keep it to yourself, keep quiet. Because, you know, women are attracted to, like, the quiet gents. You know, the ones that are low-key, the ones that never, like, talk too much. How about the one who got that? I got must not have an opinion on social media, apparently. Indoda must not have more than 100 followers. You shouldn't have. Hi, Levanna, about TikTok. Why are you on TikTok as a man? Why are you posting? Why are you there? So yeah, that's basically what all I had to say. On on Monday, but talking about how females have, you know, input, we as women were emotionally abusive. Mm. We are we are verbal people, right? Even though, like, most of us don't know how to fight physically, but a lot of us are verbal people. Hey, Ramau, hey, Ridupu, you understand? Hey, like, you guys, so we, 
Or even if we think no, but I'm not saying that much. You know, but yeah, I'm just joking. Hi, that's why your dad left you. You know, it's me. It's me joking around. But to you, to a man, it's not. It's gonna hit. I told her. And and she's you get so as as women the reason why men tend to also keep to themselves is because yeah. day after day after day after day and as women also we don't know how to I feel like we don't know how to talk in a calm manner if we have problems we we don't know how to say okay Jeffy one two three and four mm-hmm. five six seven mm mm then we compare them to Munna Nibar. <laughs> then you compare to the husband, But we also need to understand that we engage with men of different personalities and mm-hmm. different characters. Mm-hmm. And as women, we need to learn the characters that are around us. So that for them to be vocal, we know, okay, Jeffrey is not going to talk to me about his problems. Get like, hey, I'm going to have to start talking about a certain topic so that I see his opinion and see his reactions and, you know, and how his mood changes in order for him to start talking about him. Yet, so as women, we need to also change so that we can accommodate men. Okay, what I'm basically going to say, I'm just adding on, on what has already been said. Uh, like growing up, we we grew up in African black households. You know, like when a girl at away or something, oh, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? But if it's a gent, it's gonna be like ish men up. You you know, the, hey, things like that. So you can't just expect all of a sudden now that I'm having as okay, I'm speaking in a man's POV. Ne? You can't just expect her all of a sudden. I should be able to talk. Ne? Cause growing up. Uh, I was not given the platform. I was not given the chance to talk. So yeah, no, it's it's not gonna it's not gonna be easy to talk. I hope you're getting my point. Mm-hmm. Ne? And sometimes it's because of like experiences people have. Let's say you you you're venting out to somebody, and then you guys let's say grow apart, and then they go talk about the stuff you were talking to them about. You know, stuff like that, like experiences trauma they just don't generally allow you to talk about something and obviously if you don't talk about something it's gonna not i don't want to say haunt you ne? but it's gonna get to your point where it's too much and you can't bear it anymore and you have to do something to take out that pain uh i saw this other thing where somebody says um pain let's see self-harm can also help release pain mm. and it's actually true to some point you know like um, I'm lactose intolerant, ne? And then that's the situations there, like I feel like I can be in pain, but I'll intentionally drink milk to forget about something. I'll drink milk to forget about maybe something. Cause maybe now I don't want. I can see her know this exam that I'm going to write. No, I'm stressed. I don't wanna. I'll drink milk. I'm gonna go get my letter. I'm gonna get a letter. So it's the same thing. It's 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 basically the same thing. You go into these self-destructive um ways in order to forget 
the pain. Kind of venting, total venting is just not an easy thing to do. It's the not for of, all of us. Yeah, it's not for all of us. But that, so that's just my 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 piece on yeah. So as 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 a people, do we feel that society does enough for the male child, and what do you think? Because what do solution on this podcast? What do you no, think never. society should do? You know we have, you know in Botswana we have things like Sky Girls, you have things like you know um, Girls for Girls Botswana, Dreams. you know, eh, and it's always girls. So I just don't think society does enough for for males because truly speaking you can see the after effects of not focusing so much on the male child mm-hmm. you know we have kids killing each other in primary school and they're boys like you know what i mean so um i believe what should be done is from a young age very very tender age you could say i don't know something like that that's when they come and they want to talk to girls that's how you do you know don't listen to your boyfriend when he says hey 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 you're not ready hey don't send nudes you know what i mean so i feel like boys do need as much actually more attention than girls because society cuddles girls and in there's you know there's a way society cuddles men right but i mean it does like you know She's a girl, come on, she's yeah. a girl, and like, she, give him see man, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I do think those organizations should be made for the male child. On her, okay. on her saying that if, if, if we look at our rape cases in Botswana, we'll be telling females, Jorge, uh, dress moderately instead of focusing on the boy child mm-hmm. and saying, this is what you shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. If we feel like a part of me has a But if you feel like, you know, you should communicate or say something or talk, you know, God, we should teach our children from a young age. God, how long are you going to be able to I was sitting there, no, me and I were going to be able to talk about it. I was going to be you know, yeah. yeah. Also on the part of um, solutions to this problem, I feel like it all it all goes back to where you come from, like families and stuff. Uh, since we are this Gen Z generation, when you have kids, like male kids, it's okay not to talk to them about stuff. Like, are you okay? How are you feeling? Stuff like that. Like, talking about your emotions. is, is I, I feel like it will also help play a part in helping somebody opening up, not just only to the girl child, but also to the males. Yeah, but what we should also not forget is this is a very delicate line that we're trying to, <clears throat> should I say, thread or cross, um, where, of course, we're saying the, the majority of opinions I'm hearing from my fellow podcasters is that um, not enough is being done for guys. But the only reason why Sky Girls and all these other organizations exist is uh to help women right because women have also been marginalized <clears throat> this isn't an uh them him versus her type mm-hmm. of discussion that we're supposed to be having here because if we do that we're gonna solve one problem and create another one right mm-hmm. so by focusing too much on one group you're gonna create a problem in another group it's just all about trying to do everything at the same time mm-hmm. um 
like I said again, Sky Girls and all these organizations exist for a very good reason. Without them, we'd have another problem on mm. our hands, right? Mm. The women's rights to vote, the way they're seen in society, the way they're treated, the general fear that women walk around with, especially like at night or through a crowd of men is real. And that should be acknowledged. The system does help men in specific situations, mm. right? And sometimes we, we, we want to play victim a bit more than we should. Mm -hmm. So systems are in place. They're, maybe they're not vocal enough. What I can tell you, for example, is I, I do modeling, right? And if you go, excuse me, if you go to, a, to an audition for female and male models, like where they're both supposed to be there, you're going to find like 10 guys and like 90 women. And the opportunity is equally there for both, mm. right? But mm. still, for some reason, despite the same level of marketing, there are only 10 guys there. You can take a horse to the water, but you can't yeah, force it to drink. That, that's what we should acknowledge as well. We should make it feel natural for a guy to want to mm. use these services. Mm. We shouldn't just pump these services out and hope that some guys are going to use them. If we do that, the situation is going to persist. Mm. We shouldn't make a sky boys, but mm. we should try to find something that would feel natural enough for guys to want to pursue. Maybe do celebrity endorsements. Maybe find uh, guys that small boys look up to and have them say some of these things mm. so that they more directly reach these people yes mm. start with the family as well you know mm. so we should be practical in the way that we're doing this because if we do it wrong we're gonna give guys an overinflated uh, sense of right mm. and we're gonna go back in time to how things used to be mm. right so that's the tricky part there's no real obvious solution any solution anybody says is a bit too one-sided you have to be very careful and yeah. you have to carefully analyze the effect that your strategy has mm. on both males and females at the exact same time because if you look too far in one direction you're going to forget the one side that's what i think yeah i agree i agree i agree i think i think the problem is that we think it's all it's one big system you know but it's it's a different system for for a different thing you know for example let me give you an example um men uh could vote in the olden days men could uh own higher positions men were paid more in positions that they owned you know that was that was the problem back then you know so women needed um that system to favor them you know or not really favor them but we needed to equalize the system you understand so what we did is that we 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 put things in position that um empowered women you get me so that's what happened and we gave women uh an equal chance i mean yeah there's still problems right now but like we gave women an equal chance they they, they got a chance to vote mm -hmm. they got a chance to be in position mm -hmm. and they got a chance to um earn as much as men right and then that is another there's a whole system on its own that's a whole different system and then we have this other system where um men are expected to be strong men are expected to be a certain way you know and what we need to do right there is that system needs to change also that we can equalize situations so that men can be able to talk and stuff like that. So we shouldn't think it's one big system in, in, in a case that we can have one problem, I mean, one solution. Because when we say we bring up that one solution, it what it favors the other person. And sometimes it favors them just a bit more than they need to be favored. Mm -hmm. You understand? So we need 
um, our solutions to hit different uh, problems. We don't need to say it's one big problem, it's stemming from this. No, it's not stemming from this. Cure the symptoms so that the disease can go away. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, as, as a university student, you know, how do you deal with the pressure school has on your mental health? I have a girlfriend. <laughs> no, I'm messing around. <laughs> I'm messing around. I, as I said, honestly, guys, I have like good friends who I can talk to, you know. So for me, it's that easy. It's, it's that is that easy. I go to and be like, "Yo, school is telling me," and they're like, "Oh, what's going on?" I'm like, "Yeah, this." And then if there's a solution or there's something they can help me, and if they don't have a solution, I go to someone else. But like otherwise. Yeah, yeah. With with me, uh, and like a lot of boys, men have the ability to think about nothing. You know, like you know that you know that meme <laughs> no, when the guy is on the bed. I've never been able to understand. Dog, you know the meme when the guy is on the bed with his wife. He's probably thinking about other women, and he's just there. If Optimus Prime and Godzilla were in a fight, who'd win, bro? Like random things, randomness. So in the same ideology, men. Sorry, guys, we run away from our problems. <laughs> Be it sports. Hanging out with the boys, watching movies, football debates, who's better, Messi, Cristiano, Ronaldo, all that, you know, we use it as a coping mechanism. So later during the day when you come down, sit on your bed, you're like, damn, that bad, huh? It's tough in life. Everything now comes crashing. The pressure is getting worse. (laughs) Keep saying. So it's about idealizing positive coping mechanisms. Pick your poison. Mm-hmm. But don't do drugs, kids, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, I have the same thing to say. I guess my coping mechanism in that sense is either to go to sleep uh, or watch anime. And then when it gets bad enough, I actually pick up my books and try to study way too late. <laughs> and that's true. So, so that's what usually happens. But uh, yeah. Sleeping is a coping mechanism so that I don't do drugs. Like, Bon, I'm going through it. Allow me to sleep. out there is on weed. I know what it is. I appreciate the fact that, you know what, my child is home. <laughs> I appreciate the fact that my child is home and it's not that I'm lazy. I'm just, I'm going through it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on in my mind. Mm-hmm. If if I want to cry, Corey, if, if, it, if it means crying myself to sleep, just let me be. Hans, just know the school is chowing at girls, but, and that's it. Because you know I'm always in my bed. So, yeah, I'm not depressed. I'm just going through it. Yeah. On that, uh, last semester, I was doing BSc. I remember I was from I was from a maths 1 to 2 exam. Maths are Isaac Newton is 3. <laughs> so, I remember calling my dad after the exam on Sunday morning. Papa. This man said, Ah, depressed. I guess we should also provide tools and provide our parents 
to understand that sometimes just because I have a roof over my head, you feed me, I have clothes. You don't have to give me a lecture on gratitude on how I have, I don't have to be sad for no reason. Mm-hmm. You check that also creates the pit. More especially with boys. I feel with girls, like like she said, they're coddled, you know? Like if she said, As a boy, you can't be saying things like that. You should you should be grateful. Grateful for what? Mm-hmm. It's, that's the thing. You should make my life comfortable. You brought me to this world. Now I'm telling you, since you, you, you solved that aspect of my life, this was winning. This is what's happening, my boy. Help me, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So parents do play a usual in men's mental health, like the boys' mental health. Mm. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, but then how would you suggest parents should be given the tools to deal with men, like boys? Because usually, because usually the dad. Is the product of the system, right? Mm. So he, then the mom will be the one who's like, oh, you know, yeah. Then the dad, you know, sometimes you need to hear from your dad because he's been through what you've been through, and your dad is just there, like, ah, nah, nah, it's I just, I just got through it. Like, I don't know. Hey, I just sucked it up, and I just, you know. <laughs> If there's a chat they like, it's that one. (laughs) Yeah. No, but I think it's a case of self-awareness. Hey, you guys. Like, if if you've been raised a certain way and it's all you know, and like, (laughs) there's nothing else you can do, you know? (laughs) I mean, if you, like, most people, if they grew around players, they're going to be players, you know? If you grew around money, you're going to want to have money. But, you understand? Yeah. So it's a, it's a case of self-awareness. Hello, you at, 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 like you sit down at some point in your time, at some point in time in your life, and you think to yourself, and you think to yourself, okay, um, I'm looking at my son. Is he growing up right? Mm. Is everything all right? Or when I when I look at his grades, everything fine, you know? Mm. Or when I look at something, is is everything about him okay? And like for once, just sit down and ask him. I mean, it's gonna be weird for the for the child, hey, because they grew up when you were shouting at them and everything, but persist you know sit down and be like okay um tomorrow you ask hey no i remember yesterday we talked about this and you didn't answer me but like i'm telling you right now it's safe to talk to me i have had some time with myself and i thought it through and i think you can talk to me because i think i haven't given you as a space. Rest, as a dad yeah as a dad Hello, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. wait 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 <laughs> uh-uh. our I mean, parents yeah, should go for therapy <laughs> our parents, no, but our parents but let me let me say let me give an example something that happened recently with my dad no I went for my brother's prom, and because my my parents' cars were not home, we need to, we had to take him to prom in someone else's car, right? So to get to the car, we had to be in someone else's car. So now my dad is like, he didn't come with us, and the reason is that imagine a man in a car which was driven by women, and he's in the back seat. You know what I mean? He was like, my 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 brother was touched, but he was like, view it from my perspective. What in Doda? Strong, firm man. You know what I mean? And you get to understand what this is like. Through men's mind, like, there's a situation. And then there's 
god there's this whole system they think like this what if this what if that and for me it's just like that's an emocoring roho sapo tama but you know that's that's, 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 that's also it's, it's also i feel like it's it's selfish so like that I, but like yeah he <laughs> really can't hey. put your pride aside yeah i mean it is but someone like that you know even therapy the suggestion of therapy is not going to go well Yeah. Mm. No, it's I, like what if that person is going to go tell the people the gents that I hang out with or I'm going for therapy yeah. and they think I, I can't keep my emotions yeah. in check and someone to go yeah, I need to pay someone to keep my emotions in check. Haralo ko sandi so keng hela ela re le go re re. Okay, when I work and you're going me ala do take di dirang. I'm all the things that I'm doing yeah. are they benefiting me? Are they benefiting the people around me, you know? But unfortunately if these people that you are around never get to the point yeah, of self-awareness yeah. the problem will never be solved men na la kar batsa di are in therapy Please. 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 Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Man is not a problem um so khate why is it hard for men to be vulnerable and why don't they take the healing process seriously or as a man in the healing process why is it after you break up with one man with one girl with one girl you are already on to the next um can you repeat the first part of the question like why is it hard for men to be vulnerable vulnerable yeah so we've we've been answering that question in different ways from the start right we've been talking about a system we've been talking about uh, the perception of society we've been talking about the idea of masculinity and all those things put together are the main reason why uh, vulnerability is difficult because unfortunately within the confines of um our we're going to use this word a lot so let's let's make a deal every time you hear the word system go back and listen to this just just take a shot you'll die <laughs> so within the confines of the system uh vulnerability is viewed as weakness mm, mm. like you are vulnerable therefore you are weak you do not allow things to affect you therefore you are strong mm, mm, that is mm. that is not just cultural not just systemic but somehow ingrained into male let me just say culture to such mm. an extent that even if you go to western media and look at these bromans who are always ripped and jacked on TV mm. and the things that they believe and say even from a western perspective from a cultural and like african perspective to the people around you your next door neighbors it is a thing that is constant don't let things affect you be tough or let's all man salile you know like that's that's one of the first things that you hear as a boy when you get hurt when you're when you're still developing your perceptions and ideas about the world mm-hmm. you fall down you try to cry like any normal child and the first thing you hear is oh konnele sole man banna ba le yeah even women say that too it's not like men are saying that exactly mm. it's like parents are saying that mm. right and that's where the problem with vulnerability starts you can't be vulnerable in an environment where the first thing that is said about your vulnerability is that it mm. is not allowed Mm. that's true so that's that's where it all goes back to that's how we find ourselves here you you get blessings and jabs who really don't care who <laughs> uh, really don't care and we just talk about things and we express ourselves for me i'll accredit it to being very open minded but 
more especially to being raised by a single parent who's a lady a mom mm-hmm. so i i didn't have that toxic male silently mm-hmm. nah my mom was very soft on me and very mm-hmm. gentle about things that she believed in it's like no crying when i got you'll be fine mm-hmm. and it has had an effect those are the first few things i heard growing up and mm-hmm. they still resonate with me whether consciously or unconsciously right if i feel a certain way about something i usually say it mm-hmm. yeah i feel um yeah blessing has haraled why men can be vulnerable so now we're going to we want to know why healing seriously why instead of dealing with your emotions and you know why do you want to jump into something else instead of you know being does it take us back to the system yeah <laughs> it does. i mean i mean think about it think about it okay um i had a piercing right i had a piercing for example, let me give you an example. I had a piercing and then everywhere that I went, every single place in my family, like everywhere. I'm not like, there's not a place where I went and people were not like, we're a with you. Are you gay? Mm-hmm. You know? So, but like, for me, it was like, oh, no, I felt like I looked nice and it was a way of, of expressing myself, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, imagine hearing that for everything, you know? You go to therapy and somebody's like, ah, ah therapy. Where now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, it, becomes a, it becomes a case of like, because you're hearing that every day from a lot a of people, lot. you're like, okay, uh, no, maybe I should stop doing this, you let, know. Let me just or yeah, you know, next. and you don't, you don't, you don't end up taking things seriously. Unlike Motelo, who's surrounded by people who say, oh my god, yeah, you, you're doing that. It's good for you, you know. Mm-hmm. When you hear that, you feel like more inclined to do it. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 very. I think it's just a case of it's still a case of the system. Hey, it really is. Wait, Jeff, have you ever gone for therapy or counseling or seen counselors? Before? Yeah, I've seen a few counselors. Have you run into one who's a man? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never run into one who's a man. Okay, I'll just leave that open. <laughs> it, explains, it explains a lot. <laughs> but um, we've come to the end of our podcast. Um, I'd like to thank my guests for joining me and enlightening us on this issue uh hey they said a lot guys and the 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 lot that they said has me thinking because i feel like to a certain extent i viewed things in a certain manner Mm -hmm. and the way these gentlemen here have spoken has like you know what and i think as you listen you'd also realize well it's not how we as women think it really is. So thank you guys for joining me. Yeah. And yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, On to the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. bye.